Welcome back to What Brothers Got Next. It's your boy, Quab. You guys know the deal. As always, I'm joined by my ace. And how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Uh, you know, uh, I just got the news uh, a, a few days ago. I got to go back to my regular gig tomorrow, back to the New York City. Not really looking forward to that, but, you know, you, you know, you do what you got to do. So, yeah, it looks like I'll be out of the quarantine days, uh, at least for right now. And, you know, hopefully things get better and we'll have to uh, go back. But, yeah, for now, I got to, you know, go back to the regular gig. So, um, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm, most people always say, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but I'm not looking forward to that. So, <laughs> Especially living in New York City. It's a little different, like hopping on the subway. Like, you can't avoid really being far like you can't avoid being close to people so yeah well well, you know i live in obviously you know i live in jersey but i have to take the path and new jersey transit's not too bad but the path is kind of like the subway so the good thing is i don't have to take a subway because i once i get to uh you know world trade center and all that from the path i could just walk to work but still it's like thousands of people you know what i mean and it's still the path is just like the subway like it's, it's still packed and once you get there it's really not a lot of social distancing you can do you know, yeah. and walking to New York streets, you know how that is. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how they do this, you know, come back with all this, you know, uh, especially when we still have no vaccine, which is crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still yeah. on quarantine from work for uh, who knows how long. There's no word on when we're going to be going back. So it could be for a little while. OK. Um, yeah. And then obviously I'm on vacation after these after this week. Got two weeks. Yeah, off. You got, you got the B-Day coming up. I got the B-Day coming up. Um, you know, obviously 36. Yeah, man. Can't believe it already. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing, uh, you'll I met find you when out I was 18, when you was 18, right? Yeah. When you have the dreads, people don't believe that. <laughs> they, think they think I'm lying. I'm like, well, why would I lie about somebody's hairstyle? Like, why would I do that? <laughs> yeah. But you had the dreads on lock. Yeah, I, I can't believe it's I... been 18 years, man, that we've almost 18, known each other. 18 years, man. Half of our life. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Right. Half That's of our lives. It sounds yeah. unreal, but right. Yeah. But it's, it's, I'm so glad you brought the birthday thing up because later in the show, we're going to talk about my 21st birthday, which is one of the most famous stories in Las Vegas history. <laughs> uh, I think it they is, made a movie. I think they made a movie about it. Is, or, is that or they, or they should have made a movie. Yeah, they should have. So stay tuned. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk a little bit about epic, that. But, epic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. But. Um, before we get the ball rolling, you know, like we always we always like to do. Have you watched anything new this week? Anything? Uh, yeah. It's so it's, it's funny that you bring that up. So today I watched the movie Just Mercy with um, oh, that's a heavy with Jamie one. and my, and um, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, it was really good. Now I'm not gonna lie to you; it's 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 a little hard to watch, so it's not a lot of replay value. You probably just want to watch it once. But it's great, man. Jamie Foxx puts on a phenomenal. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, getting tongue tied there. A, a phenomenal performance. So does uh, Michael B. Jordan. Um, uh, what's the name? My girl from uh, oh my god, uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, I'm blanking on her name. Brie Brie Larson. She's good in mm-hmm. it too. Um, but nah, man, it, it was it was a great movie. And I, I didn't realize um, Ice Cube Ice Cube's son is actually in it too. Um, I think I did know that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he he's in it too. Um, other than that, it's not a lot of like big stars in it. Um, but okay. yeah, it's, it's I you know I recommend everybody watch it. You know, like I said, watch it at least once. It's a great. I mean, obviously, it's based on a true story. Uh, you can look it up. Um, and just man, it's it's like I said. Um, obviously, some a lot of the parts are hard to watch. Just you know, it's kind of it kind of relates to what's going on today. And um, yeah, man. But uh, obviously, you, you know, if you read the story, you know what kind of happens at the end. 
and all that. So, you know, it's, it's a good ending. But, uh, yeah, so I watched that. And then last night I watched, um, for the first time, the, the photograph with Issa Rae and Lakeith. Oh, yeah. you have? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So that that was, yeah, me, me, and the, me and the missus watched that. That was pretty good. Um, what's the name? was funny in it. Uh, uh, Little Rel. Uh, yeah, yeah, Howard, yeah, he was funny in it. He's kind of the same in everything he's in. But yeah, he's funny. exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, now nah, he was good. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was good. Yo, the music is so dope in that uh, film. I love the music. Well, a lot of the music was done by Robert Glasper, I believe. I think he did. Oh he yeah, you know that's one of my favorite <laughs> artists. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to him. I played a lot of his music at my in my wedding. So yeah he, yeah uh, yeah i think the soundtrack you should actually check out the soundtrack to that movie because okay. right after i watched it I, I i brought it up on spotify it's cool because it's a nice blend of like jazz and r&b and like the whole pretty much it's pretty much a robert glasper album so you should check oh it out. okay yeah now he has some dope yeah some dope music on there so um yeah and i noticed that Issa Rae. it was another person from insecure that was on there oh the dude daniel yeah <laughs> yeah he's in the movie <laughs> So I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, that's the dude from uh, Insecure." And then the girl that uh, I'm not—I'm trying not to give a lot of stuff away. One of the girls—I don't know if you guys watched the uh, Roxanne Roxanne um, movie on Netflix. It was like you know the biopic of, of Roxanne Roxanne. But the girl that played her, she's in that movie too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I, I enjoyed the photograph a lot. I thought it was shot really. It's just a beautiful looking movie. Oh um, yeah. It's, it's so interesting seeing Issa Rae. Like it's more of a dramatic role for her. You know, right, I'm so used right. to seeing her in, mo- in Insecure and movies like uh, what was the movie? The comedy she Lovebirds. I'm Lovebirds, used to right, her in right. That type of role, but it was it was nice to see her really show off her acting chops in a, in a more dramatic role. And I, and Lakeith Stanfield is such an underrated actor. I don't feel oh, like oh man, he's great. People. He's awesome. Yeah, he's like, awesome. most of the things he's in. I haven't seen really anything that he's been in that's been bad. I, I a lot of really? people think thought that movie he did with um. Tessa Thompson was kind of weird. I watched it. It's called um, Oh Man. Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, like a lot of people thought it was kind of weird, but it, it was looked so kind of weird. Yeah, it looked like it weird. It was a good movie. movie. Like, yeah, you kind of, if you really, I, I kind of understand like the metaphor they were coming from, what they were trying to do. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it's a little weird, but I, I, I thought he was good in that too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's something I've, 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 I'm definitely going to check out. So I've watched a, <laughs> I've watched a couple of things and I'm glad that you're, we're bringing up like movies now because we're, we're talking about good movies later in the show as well. <laughs> we're going to talk about our favorite good, bad movies. So Darren right. likes some awful movies just to give you guys a heads up. Oh, so whatever. And you do too. I do not. But all right. <laughs> Um, nah, but, yeah. <laughs> so I watched I watched the throwback. Okay, so the, the lady, the lady and I were chilling, you know, a, a couple afternoons ago. And uh, <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion? <laughs> no, I, I I've heard like mixed things about it. Some, but you gotta understand. The, so, so some of the people that told me that it was it was good, you know, um, I kind of questioned. But then like some people <laughs> told me that was bad. I kind of you know I was like I I believe you know. I take their word. So um, I've never watched it. I've never had desire to watch it either. Like, I've never been like, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie. (laughs) Well, it's one of those, like, dumb comedies. Like, for example, I don't want to say it's comparable to, like, Night at the Roxbury. What's the name of the director? Christina Applegate's in it? No, this is Lisa Kudrow and uh, Mira Mira Sorvino. So Okay, so maybe uh, I'm thinking about, yeah, because at that, it's a movie I get mixed up with that movie. With Christina Applegate and somebody else, I can't remember. Oh, okay, no, but it has a very similar kind of—not a similar premise, but it's very similar to a movie I know we like, *Night at the Roxbury*. Although I tried to watch *Night at the Roxbury* like a few months ago, I couldn't even finish it. It was that bad. I'm like, maybe <laughs> this, 
But, it, <laughs> but you know, it's funny. Like so that, when like... we get into the good bad movies later, that's the one thing I'm going to talk. A lot of the movies I I have on there are movies that I used to like when I was a kid. But when you watch them now, you're like, yo, this is awful. Yeah, Night at the Roxbury is one of them. It's, it's really bad if you try to watch it now. Yeah, but yeah, that was just an old movie that was just a something easy and funny to watch on a on a weekday afternoon. I also been watching this new show, and I've been meaning to ask you if you've seen this. It's called Dating Around on Netflix. Have you heard of that? No, no, I haven't. Okay, well, our, our our segment last week was so popular when we talked about our bad dates. So <laughs> it's a show on Netflix that's like um, they pick an individual. And th- there's two seasons of it. Last season was in New York. This season's in, in New Orleans. Oh, we so watched it with you, with you and Maya. I think when we went to, you know, we were in up in in in, uh, in my area. Bingham. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, I don't remember us watching that together. But anyway, there's a new season out. So they pick an individual to go on a date with like five different people, and they go to dinner. They get drinks afterwards, and just what city is up- it in? Uh, like I said, this year it's this year it's in New Orleans. Okay, New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. But that's a good one. You know, it, it, man, there's some really awkward moments when these people go on these blind dates um, because obviously it's, you know, they. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much, and it, they're 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 thirty minute episodes, so they're really short, really easy to watch. I definitely highly recommend watching it with your significant other, or even just solo. But right, you you, you think some of our dating stories were awkward? Wait until you see some of, of what these people are going through. So, um, yeah, that was one thing I, I watched that I, I really enjoyed. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. seems like we both watched some 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 good stuff. Yeah, like like uh, I've been meaning to watch Just Mercy and. The photograph for a while. I still gotta watch like um, you know, the Beale Street movie that you and Maya recommended. That's a good one. That's another heavy movie though. Wow, yeah, and I still want to see Queen and Slim, even though I know people say I won't be happy with the ending. Um, that movie was that that movie was nearly perfect. The, yeah. the ending was not ideal, but yeah, um, I would I would recommend it. Yeah, I still want to see that. So those are two I'm I'm gonna um try to uh you know watch uh in the future you know what i mean well speaking of just mercy i know that it's been free to watch actually like on uh, yeah so i watched it on amazon i was gonna tell you i watched yeah. it on amazon prime mm-hmm. yeah that's what it's free so, on. yep yeah so so yeah that's that's you know what's funny about everything that's been going on over the last month is that a lot of black themed things have been free so i was playing playing this game heads up which i'm sure a lot of you are familiar with on my phone the other day and they added a new deck called like black black i want to say it's called black stuff it's not called (laughs) it's called like (laughs) it's called like black something (laughs) yeah like yeah something like that but yeah it's like you know obviously it gives you like a lot of Famous black, black figures. Stuff. It's not called black stuff. I'm just forgetting what it's called. <laughs> the black. But yeah, they, they, usually you have to pay for a new deck, but that one was like free. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so Amazon Prime is doing the same thing. It's like you get all these uh, new, like, kind of civil rights injustice kind of movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, that they're playing. They're all free. Yeah. yeah, they're all free. I mean, like, you know, almost like what they would do for Black History Month. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. But yeah, man, yeah. let's switch gears. Let's switch gears. Uh, there was an interesting news story, man. Man, talk about something I never thought we would bring up on this podcast is NASCAR. And, and Lamar, <laughs> right. listeners, please don't turn it off. Just, just hear us out for a second <laughs> about NASCAR. <laughs> so one of the few, one of the few that I know, at least, one of the few Af- African-American drivers. He's um, the only. For, uh, when I'm well, I know, I know he's not the only historically. I'm just like, at least no, right no, now. he's the only right now, I think, though. Yeah, he's yeah. Only right, right now, isn't he? I'm I'm not familiar enough with the sport to say yeah, so. Yeah, I think I, he's the only African American driver right now in the sport. 
as far as in NASCAR, not like not mm-hmm. Formula One or other. We're talking just NASCAR. Yeah, right. in NASCAR, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. so I'm not 100 percent sure of that, but I know he's one of the more prominent drivers, at least one of the more notable ones. Right, um, right. But anyway, he's a pretty young guy. He's only 26. Um, recently, he wore a Black Lives Matter t- Black Lives Matter T-shirt and, uh, before one of his races. And um, yeah. oh, really we should say that we're talking about Bubba Wallace here. I'm sorry. What what, what was that? We, and I just want to tell the audience we're talking we're talking about Bubba Wallace. I don't know if we had said his name. I um, thought I said his name, but if not, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all good. But yeah, anyway, Bubba Wallace, only 26 years old, uh, one of the few African-American drivers. And he recently wore a Black Lives Matter t-shirt before the start of one of his races. And it was really cool to see that because NASCAR is not a sport that a lot of black people watch. At least I know I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> you know? either. Yeah, Every I don't. I mean, I'm familiar with some of the drivers. I know some of them, but yeah, yeah, the yeah. Ones, it's, it's, you know it's what I mean? hard to not know some of the drivers just because right. we watch sports television. You know what I mean? Right, so exactly. We all, yeah, we all know your, you know, Dale Earnhardt Juniors and his Jimmy dad, Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, Carl, Carl Edwards. We like, right, we know right. Heck, even you know, yeah, even uh, even the Bush brothers, you know, Kyle and Kurt Busch. Yeah, exactly. they're both from exactly. Vegas, so I remember they were, you know, huge in Vegas too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. But anyway, yeah, he recently made news because he was wearing a Black Lives Matter T-shirt, and then that kind of prompted the NASCAR to ban the Confederate flag at races. Which I don't understand why people don't know the significance of how bad it is to just be waving the Confederate flag. But whatever. I mean, some about it, they're not gonna give up on their ways. So I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, so recently, um, after he did that, they found a noose in his garage. And Buddy, you were telling me before the podcast that something just broke out about that story. Yeah. So before we before we got on got on uh, to do our podcast, uh, it was a breaking news um, off of the off ESPN that basically the FBI concluded that um, Bubba Wallace wasn't a victim of a hate crime because apparently the noose had been in that garage since last fall. Um, and basically, like, you know, obviously he, his car just happened, I guess, for, for this time, had happened to be in that garage where the noose was. But my question is, and I think we, we kind of talked about it off, you know, um, the podcast is, okay, first of all, why was the noose there? And why didn't nobody notice it if it was there from last fall? Like, that doesn't make it okay just because they the FBI concluded, like, oh, yeah, well, it's been there, so no harm, no foul. Like, okay, so why was it there? Why was it even there to begin with? Who – you should still be investigating who did that, you know? So I don't get the whole – like, they're trying to, like, like kind of almost, like, cover it up to say, oh, well, it wasn't a hate crime. It wasn't – nothing against him. It just happened to be there. I mean, I think that's complete BS, like, ridiculous. Like, I mean, that doesn't make it okay, you know what I mean? And – um yeah, like I said, we were talking about it off, off, you know, off air. I just, it just sounds absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it makes no sense. Like, so you're telling me a noose was there since last fall. Nobody saw it. Nobody noticed it. Nobody thought it was an issue or a problem. But yet they let it continue until Bubba Wallace got in there with his car and his crew, and they noticed it and said, "Yeah, what, what's going on here? This is a problem." And then, and obviously, prompted NASCAR to come out and say, "Yeah, you know, this is not right. You know, we don't tolerate this." But then I have a lot of questions for NASCAR, too. As, as, again, as we were saying, how, how did nobody not say anything or notice that there was a noose there? I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand the explanation of, okay, well, it was already there, so it's not a hate crime. Does that make sense to you? I'm confused by this. Like, why wasn't it 
like you're asking, why wasn't it noticed before though? Like how did it just magically appear like in the garage, like in the middle of the garage now? And it was like on the side before I'm confused. Yeah. I I, I, like I said, I, I, I have a lot of questions and obviously right now the FBI is just concluding that basically it wasn't a hate crime in which I said, again, it's ridiculous and BS to me because if, if the noose is there, regardless if Bubba Wallace was in that garage or not, Let's say there was another, you know, it was a Caucasian. So let's say Jimmy Johnson was in there and, you know, the noose was there. This doesn't still make it right. And I'm sorry, if, if any other team that was in there or driver was in there and saw it and didn't say anything, I still think they're comparable too. They're also, that's a part of the problem. Like, why didn't you say anything? Like, that's. Also, did, Bub, did Bubba Wallace not see it either? Uh, I'm, like, I'm just confused. I don't get how. No, well, would... they're saying Bubba Wallace's car. So, so I guess this, this happened at the, uh, in, you know, Indianapolis. This is at the in, uh, Indianapolis Speedway for the uh, Indy 500. That his mm-hmm. car just happened to be in that garage this time. Like, I don't, like, I, obviously, I'm not too familiar with NASCAR, how often they have races. I know, like, Indy, Indy 500 is one of the big ones. So yeah, I think it's the I biggest one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah like their Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. Which so I think at this at this time, his car just happened to be it for this race. And he's I guess his team, or I don't know if it was Bubba Wallace himself that noticed it, or his team noticed it and said, Yeah, what, what is this? What's going on here? But even if that's the case, if it was there since last fall, how can nobody send anything? How come nobody said, Hey, this shouldn't be here? This is wrong. You know, this is not this is not right. This is racist. You know what I mean? Like, also, how did they come to the conclusion that it's been there since that time? I don't get how they know that. Like, right? How are they yeah. able to tell how long the noose has been there in the stall? I don't, I don't know how you. Right. Know I'm, that. I, now, I'm not. I don't know if they interviewed people because that's the thing. The, <laughs> the the whole thing is not detailed yet, and maybe we'll get more things mm-hmm. as 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 the week goes on, more details. But it just doesn't make any sense. You're gonna tell me that? Okay, yeah, the noose was there since last fall. Nobody noticed it. Nobody said anything. And it took Bubba Wallace, the only black uh, driver in NASCAR, to notice it somehow and say, hey, this is a problem. You know, it's almost like they're it's and one of the reasons I don't like how the story came out just now is it's almost like they're trying to make it seem like it like Bubba Wallace kind of made it up or kind of like, oh, it's not it's not that big of a deal. He's, he's blowing out of proportion. But this story actually makes it worse when you really think about it. Like if it was there the whole time. And he just happened to, he was the one that noticed it and the one where his team noticed it. It actually makes it worse because that means that the people at NASCAR and other drivers are also comparable. Like they didn't say one word about it. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing how this unfolds. Either way, though, I think it's pretty cool that, you know, an African American driver, which, like I said, there aren't too many of those, was, has, has had such a major influence on something like, banning confederate flags from events because that's right, been right. part of nascar's history you know so either way it, it's great that, that that positive influence and uh i mean who knows man who knows what that means for the future of black people in nascar now i doubt a lot of kids now are like oh i want to do that now but <laughs> right right but my it is, it is my thing is why does it take so long for them to ban a confederate flag like they, they really thought that was okay like this whole time that nascar's been going on like i i, I like look i get it you know before i, I know nascar's been you know going on before even our time but it's like it took them what all these years to figure it out like oh yeah maybe it's not a good idea that we have the confederate flag and i understand it's a southern sport you know what i mean yeah i, I think I it has it. to do with the region and the audience like, yeah it, it, i get that i yeah. get that but it's just i mean look 
it's a whole other conversation about the Confederate flag, but I still just don't understand how they're proud of a of a. I don't want to say a side or a team that lost. You know what I mean? They lost. You know what I mean? The South lost, and you know they're. It's almost like you're praising losers. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it. It's like almost like you you praise the loser of the Super Bowl, the loser of the NBA Finals. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like you're praising a losing side. You know what I mean? So. I've never understood the whole thing with the Confederate flag because it's like, yeah, they lost the war, but that's a whole other conversation. But I don't understand what took so long. Yeah, and 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 then most more most importantly, it's just what the flag represents too. Exactly, know, a lot of people believe that it represents racism, slavery, yeah, supremacy, segregation. You know, um, it, it. I remember going to a Patriots game back in two thousand and ten, and there were Confederate flags. There was a Confederate flag at the tailgate. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, you know, it it really kind of represents what part of the country you're in now. Obviously, we're talking about NASCAR dominating the South. But right, right, right. Yeah, I saw it in the East Coast. So, um, yeah. But yeah, (laughs) it's 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 interesting to see what Bubba has been able to do for the sport um, just by simply you know, voicing his displeasure with how it, it, and, and wearing a Black Lives Matters T-shirt, how, how much of an influence that's had um, in such a short period of time. So that's good yeah. Did you did you see? I don't know if you saw the pictures or the video of um all the drivers pushing his car. Yeah, that front. was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And uh, all the drivers, I think, got together by his car, took a, a group photo. He did like a selfie kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm 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 happy and I'm and I'm glad that at least you know the the NASCAR community the the drivers and you know those teams are at least supporting him and at least aware and, and know what's going on that it's a problem going on in this country you know what I mean and if like I said I I believe he's the only black NASCAR driver right now so if that's the case and that needs to be that they should be supporting him and should be you know uh, lifting him up during this time especially for what's going on you know what I mean so. I was happy to see that, you know, that they kind of came together as a whole, like as a community, you know what I mean? So hopefully, like you said, it will change NASCAR for the future. I don't know what, yeah, you know, many black people would be interested. Like you said, young black boys and girls would be like, yeah, I want to go race car driving now, but, um, you know, we'll see. It remains to be seen, but uh, I think this yeah, is that, a start. This is a great yeah, start. Yeah, that driver a couple of weeks ago, race, uh, Cicerielli, if I'm pronouncing that right, who, like, retired because they banned the Confederate flag. Nobody even cared, though. He hadn't, like, won anything. He has zero wins in it. <laughs> I was going to say, if you look at his Wikipedia, he had zero. Yeah, I was like, well, okay. Like, dude, you were horrible. You sucked. Yeah, you're not good. You weren't even, like, a big deal. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he never won anything. He never, I don't think he ever even placed, like, in a top you know, in top in, in a race. So yeah, he's probably doing NASCAR a favor by retiring. They're like, oh, well, <laughs> right, we ain't got to right. pay him, so we're good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah so, but let's uh, move on to another interesting sports topic. I guess some people are hype about this. You might be hype. You know, baseball is back. I'm uh, gonna return with you. A, with you a... you hear crickets from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's my thing with baseball. Like, I don't hate baseball. It's just. I'm not intrigued until the postseason. Postseason baseball is I agree actually with you. cool. And it needs, and to stop calling, it needs to stop calling it America's pastime. I, I don't care what you, what you baseball diehards and junkies and enthusiasts think. It is not America's pastime anymore. That's, that belongs to the NFL. I'm sorry. If you, <laughs> if, you, if you think I'm lying, if you think I'm hating, why don't you check the ratings for yourself and then come back to me and tell me that it's still America's pastime? Because it's not. Now, you can, you, can, you can say that, and that's fine. And I guess 
you know, you could say baseball was, you know, it was uh, started here or it was invented here or whatever. That's fine. But it's not America's pastime anymore. Let's, let's please stop saying that uh, nowadays. You know what I mean? Because it's not. And the NFL is the cash king. It's the cash cow. Um, and I'm even saying that as an NBA guy who I love basketball, but the NFL is even bigger than basketball. So let's stop saying it's America's pastime for one. But yeah, as, as far as what you said, I'm in full, I'm in full agreement with you. I don't really get into it till after the all-star break till, you know, the postseason. Cause yeah, I mean, it's 182 games. Like uh, 62, 162. I'm sorry. 162 games. I'm, I you're right. 80, it's 82 games in the NBA season. I'm thinking about yeah. the NBA already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, I, I just, it's, it's just so many games and it's like, I'm not going to care on a nightly basis if the Yankees lost to, like, the Blue Rays, you know, like, oh, okay, you know. Now, the interesting thing about a 60-game schedule, and by the way, the season's slated to start July 24th, the interesting thing about a 60-game schedule is you're going to have such fresh pitchers come to playoffs. Like, they're going to have, like, five starts. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. That's going to be – no, I may be exaggerating on the number, but think about it. A, a typical pitcher will probably – 20 starts in a season, 25, mm-hmm. 20 to 25 starts in a season, they're probably going to have like closer to like, like five to 10. So maybe we, yeah. finally get, maybe, maybe we finally get that Kershaw we've been waiting to see in the playoffs because he's going to have like no wear and tear on his arm. So you know, who, who, who knows what we'll see when it comes to that. But yeah, 60 game season's interesting. Um, you're also going to have like random teams make the playoffs because you can get like the Mariners or something. Like they, you're going to have teams that have <laughs> the, Mariners. The, Mar- the Mariners actually have the long, I can't believe I even know this. I believe they have the longest playoff drought in the MLB. They haven't made the playoffs since like the early 2000s when like Ichiro was there, like way back. So, you know, if you're, if you're lucky enough to get off to a good start, you're going to have like some really random teams in the postseason. Um, yeah. I think, question, I, I, I think this year, you know, with 60 games, I guess, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I I think more people would be into it because, right? I mean, obviously now, with with 60 games, every game does count. Unlike the hundred and you know six, you know 60 games, 62 games. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. that there is, you know, it's it's everything's gonna be meaningful. So, like you said, right? If you get off to a good start, you know that can be big. And like you said, you can have teams like the Mariners or the Blue Jays, or I'm just thinking about all bad teams that have been bad, the Padres, or you know. Um, yeah. and get up to good starts and then, yeah, can actually have a chance to make the postseason and actually make some noise in the postseason. So you may not see the typical Red Sox, Yankees or the Astros or, you know, those teams, you know, in, in the postseason. Um, so, yeah, well, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, obviously, from from my standpoint, I'm a Yankee fan. You know, I'm you know, we got we got Garrett Cole in the offseason. So I think it's like you said, good, great for pitchers because they're not going to be pitching as much and you got to have a fresh Garrett Cole. You know, you know, if, if we get off to a good start and get into the playoffs, you know, going into the postseason, that's uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But um, yeah, well, my I mean, question is, I'm I'm very intrigued as to how they'll handle a possible COVID nineteen breakout. Like if a if a player gets sick, you know, I think that's what I think that's what everybody wants to. Uh, you know what I mean? I, we don't want to see that happen, but I'm very intrigued. Well, you're by seeing how it right they're... now in the offseason. I'm sure you've heard, and I'm sure people have heard. You know, our listeners have heard that. Yeah, I mean, they've been already teams and certain players have been affected from this COVID-19, um, you know, and not just from baseball, we're talking about all sports, but yeah, I mean, especially baseball. I think the other day there was seven, there was seven players from some team that was infected, you know, with, with the COVID-19. So, and the thing is in, in a baseball kind of locker room, I've, I've, I've covered it, you know, in my days of doing radio and stuff. I mean, they're very, it's hard to do the social distancing, you know, they're very close, you know what I mean? And it, it's not a lot of rules in baseball locker rooms. Like, you know, you're allowed to drink, you're allowed to smoke. They, you know, might, 
probably prohibit some of that stuff for the music. Yeah, well, I'm guessing now, right, they would. But I'm just saying, like, the, as far as how, how I remember it, you know, it's very easy for people to be close around each other. Now, again, like you said, right, they may modify that now. Um, the good thing is about the sport is you're not really close to people until you get on base or when you're on, at the plate. You know, everybody is sort of spread out, which is good, mm-hmm. you know, when they're at the bases. But obviously when they get on base or at bat, you're right, you know, you're close to the umpire, you're close to the catcher. Um, the pitchers always say, you know, obviously at the mound by himself, so they, they're a distance. But yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously they're gonna face the same situation as every sport. How they're gonna handle this COVID nineteen thing? Um, from what I've heard, they're gonna do pretty much similar to what we kind of talked about last week with the NFL and NBA. Is kind of I think they're gonna pretty much be you know doing temperature checks, you know, before and after every game, you know, uh, you know during batting practice. I guess um, obviously they're gonna have spring training. I guess in the next couple of weeks or so so i think was it july 1st they're talking about right train you know spring training so yeah you're gonna have to do tests i mean i i guess that's how they're gonna have to handle it you know what's interesting about baseball too is it's probably the most interactive crowd with its respective sport what i mean is like you know like like a baseball crowd like catching a foul ball it's gonna be weird if there's like no crowd and you're just hitting a like a home run into an empty stands it's gonna look weird well, yeah, I guess lot, yeah. Like then again, though, there's some stadiums that are always kind of empty. Like if you, oh, damn. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, damn. like a Reds, they, they suck the Reds. Like the Reds, <laughs> yeah. You, know, you put you put on a now Reds watch them make the, watch them make the playoffs. Watch them get up to the good start. It's really irrelevant though. The Reds. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Like you, you watch a Reds game or something, and they're hitting home run, home runs into empty seats anyway. So let me take <laughs> maybe it won't actually matter as much. But yeah, you know, fans in baseball, like the fans not being there, and I don't know what baseball's plans are right now with with having fans at games. If they're just going to maybe do twenty five percent of the stadium, which is really bad for certain like small market teams because they're going to have like a like well, two thousand baseball, baseball. How many? Because right, baseball stadiums don't normally hold as much as NFL, right? What is it? How many? How many thousand would you say? I would say it ranges from. I mean, it depends on the stadium. Some are smaller, obviously, but I would say it ranges anywhere from like forty thousand to sixty thousand. Very similar to the NFL. Oh, maybe not. So maybe they could do fifty percent. I don't see why they couldn't do with the same same thing the NFL can do. Then that's possible. Yeah, they could do fifty percent. I think yeah, it's like hard. Dodgers... I think it's harder with with basketball because that's smaller. You know, basketball only sits like twenty thousand. You know. So yeah, bas- I mean, you would probably only have to have could only get maybe half or like five thousand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, basketball yeah. it's a little different because it's indoor and that's like only twenty thousand seats. But yeah, baseball may be able to do what the NFL does. So I, I don't know if that would be a huge problem if they've done fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. Means- so for example, Yankee State, um, Yankee Stadium has fifty four thousand seats. Dodger Stadium has fifty six thousand. So they're all kind oh, of okay. Yeah, like half of that's not too bad. Yeah. Fenway I mean? only has 37,000 seats. I knew that was a smaller stadium, though. Well, yeah, because it's older. It's older. You know, it's one of the oldest ballparks. I think it's one of the oldest original ballparks in Major League Baseball. Either that or Wrigley Field. I know that, right. Yeah. Oh, you're talking, oh, you're talking about Fenway? What is, I thought you were talking about Wrigley. No, I said Fenway. Oh, Fenway. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah which is I, also one, to, of the, still one of the oldest, though. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think Wrigley is similar because I've been to Wrigley. I've never been to Fenway, but I've been to Wrigley. Yeah, Wrigley yeah. is small. It's one of the original, you know, stadiums that they still have uh, in baseball. So, yeah, no, Wrigley's, Wrigley's small. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, I've been to Fenway. Different. It's it's pretty small. It's a nice stadium, though. And uh, okay. Wrigley's about a little over 40,000 40, people. So. Oh, okay. Oh, and Fenway has, you said, 37? 37, yeah. That's yeah, not that's that many. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, like I said, I've been to Wrigley, and, and I'm surprised you said 40,000 for Wrigley because it seems smaller than that.
Yeah. A little over 40. It's like pretty much closer to 41,000. But, yeah. It's, it's oh, right. okay. Okay. Yeah, but it, it'll be interesting to see what baseball does. I guess this time around I may be a little more into it because it's not that many games. So, obviously, like, I might watch a Yankee game. And, like I said, more, more of the games with only 60 games are going to count. So, if they lose the bad teams, it's kind of like, yeah, those games are going to matter, you know, as we get, you know, down the road. Because you know how baseball is. You know, they play sometimes every night. So, it's going to go fast. You know what I mean? By you know the time what, you they – Right, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. You know what baseball needs to allow though? What they need to bring back is steroids. I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> this is, it was just more fun. Like remember when we used to watch like like it would be you would have people crowd around like at, I remember I was at the at a casino once and like Barry Bonds was at the plate, like he was on the verge of breaking the all time home run record. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the oh, that's the last time I remember people being that excited about baseball. Remember when like him, Sosa, and like McGuire would all hit like sixty plus home runs? It was just, it was insane. So they should bring steroids back, make it legal. <laughs> it would make the sport so fun. That's just a hot take for me. I'm sure most people would agree with that. So yeah, most people. But if you talk to a baseball, you know, purist or anything, or you know, these the the baseball diehards, no, you know, they're gonna be like, no. Gotta- I don't care about those diehards. They were all the same people cheering for Bonds and Sosa. They were that all at true. all those games. So that know. is true. Yeah, that is true. Well, it's the same thing with baseball. That's why I think baseball to me has been so hypocritical when it comes to the steroids thing because they made so much money off of that. And Are you turned- kidding me? Yeah, so much money. And they turned yeah. around and then okay, now you want to keep them out the Hall of Fame. You want to penalize the teams and. Come on, they don't let's let's not BS each other. The baseball knew what was going on. They've known what's been going on. And what happened is when it got out, that's when they wanted to be like, oh, okay, it's it's all for PR purposes. Like, oh, you know, to look good in front of the public, we gotta do something. But they knew what was going on because you were making all that money. You were making millions, billions of dollars when McGuire and um Sosa were hitting those home runs that season. I mean, it was incredible. You know, or, what I mean? dude, how about when when uh Manny Ramirez went to LA? Just how how much like of a now the Dodgers are, are pretty consistent. They're usually pretty good, but that was like a whole new research. It's Manny Wood. It was like a big deal. Oh yeah. The Even Dodgers to an extent of A Rod being in New York. When he first got to New York, come on. Mm-hmm. The Yan- I mean the Yankees always make money, like you said, they're kinda like the Dodgers. They always make money regardless. But come on, you you tell me the Yankees didn't know. They didn't know what was going on. They knew. You know what I mean? And yeah, then I also, yeah, no, absolutely. They definitely yeah, knew. They definitely they knew. They're, even before that, when he, you know, on the Mariners too. So, I'm no, sure when he was they, with yeah. the Rangers, I think it came up. It, it oh, came right, up yeah, there. right, right. There right. was talks that he was doing it when he was with the Rangers. And I think he admitted that later on that he started when he was with the Texas Rangers. Cause I don't, I, he, he, he says he didn't do anything when he was with the Mariners, that he didn't, he started when he was with the Texas Rangers. So, there was already questions there. So, you're telling me the Yankees didn't know? Yeah, they knew. But is, he's Alex Rodriguez. He was, you know, arguably baseball's best player at the time, you know, and obviously most popular recognized so yeah and i get it you know from a money standpoint but it's like i just feel like they're so hypocritical because once they get caught or once the story comes out then they to make themselves look good they're like oh no well we didn't know or you know they try to put everything on the player you know what i mean yeah 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 all right well we'll see how it goes man hopefully everything's still you know, I just want to see some sports on TV, man. Even if it's baseball, I'll watch. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, hear I miss you. it. I miss it. So, all right. So, I told you earlier that I watched Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, which is ironic because of the segment. So, it's not considered a good movie, but I enjoyed it. I laughed. I thought it was funny. I thought it was silly. Like, I'm cool with that. I'm. I'm. I. There's a list of movies, good, bad movies that I enjoy. So, with that said, 
D, you can get us started. Give me a few of your good, bad movies. that You want to defend them. You want people to be like, yo, quit dissing this movie. This movie was all right. What, what, what you got for me? So I think a movie that we need to quit dissing, and I, I watched it a couple weeks ago with, with, my, with my wife, is The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It no, is just not stop. Bad stop movie. right there. Just what do you mean stop right there? It's not this is off to a really bad start. No, the League, awful. Not good at all. <laughs> the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is not bad. It was it's it's all right. It's uh, not I, bad. I thought it was actually a good movie. I thought it was and I didn't think it was that bad. All right, so you know who Sean Connery is. Legendary <laughs> actor. He played James Bond. Like he's a smooth dude back in the day. In fact, I think he was he's been acting since like the 50s. <laughs> do you know what his last movie was? The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Do you know why? It reti- it was so bad it retired him. It retired a First of all, no, it didn't retire him. Oh, it didn't retire him. You you just say that. It did. It was that bad. Why also coincidentally it was just the last movie? It was not good at all, man. It was it wasn't it wasn't were, that it wasn't that bad. <laughs> the special effects were awful in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. Yeah, do you wanna do you know what the Rotten Tomato score was? <laughs> it's actually higher than I thought. I'm shocked. It's seventeen percent. That's way too high. So yeah, I mean, look, I I like it. I understand a lot of people who diss it and don't think it was good. Um, but like I said, I I thought it was I thought it was I. Right. You know, you know, a movie that I think is better than that one though is Batman and Robin. I didn't no. think that was that bad. Okay, you know why it's bad? Let me tell you why that that movie's bad. Because okay, <laughs> that movie came out in eighth grade. So I had I had my it came out around my birthday. Uh, <laughs> when I turned, I think I was turning, I was in eighth grade, so I was turning like 13 or 14 at the time. So we were at the movie theater, so it was a bunch of my friends, you know, my mom and dad. We, we Every year I used to do like a movies, then kind of like food after the movies. So I remember after the movie, everybody, when we went to go eat, they were like, dude, it was awful. And this is in eighth grade we're saying this. Because we were like, that had to be the worst Batman. First of all, George Clooney was Batman, which I, always, I already knew that was a bad idea. I'm like, okay, why don't you just either keep Michael Keaton or, or Val Kilmer as Batman? But it was awful. And then, like, they had Arnold as Mr. Freeze, and he had a bunch of one-liners. And even wasn't it was bad. Uh, Uma Thurman as, as Poison Ivy. My, my, <laughs> my, my vines have a spell on you. It was, like, it was awful <laughs> lines in that movie. I was like, what is it? <laughs> Some of Mr. Freeze's one-liners, ice, ice to meet you. <laughs> awful. Absolutely awful. Everybody, chill. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what? Though? Anytime it's on, I find myself watching it. I find myself I enjoying it. I don't think I've. I think I watched it one time after on like cable or, or something like that. You're missing uh, out, like, man. You even got Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. It was all right. Oh wow! I'm like, oh man, that's gonna make a difference. Yeah, yeah. I I, I got another one real quick though that I, I I don't understand why people hate on this movie. It's actually very good. Why do people not like Demolition Man? Yeah, I see now that one we can agree on. I I thought Demolition Man was a, was a good movie. I so it's another movie I saw for one of my birthdays as well. Um, but I don't know a lot of people that don't like it. Like, um, like I, people personally that I know have seen it. Nobody's like, oh man, that's a terrible movie. So I don't understand. Like, what was the Rotten Tomato score for that? The Rotten Tomato score for it. You know, actually, it's not bad. It's actually sixty percent. Yeah. Think, so I, why why are we saying that's a good bad? That's movie? a good point. I don't know who, why. Who but I feel it's like... a bad movie. I don't know. I, like I don't know anybody personally <laughs> who's ever said, "Hey, it's a bad movie." I thought I thought it was a good movie. 
wow, I'm actually shocked because yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why I always thought that had a reputation of being bad. No, that is not <laughs> a bad movie. I don't know why people would. Like, dare I, I say? Really dare I say it's a classic? <laughs> yeah, I can. I can say that because, dude, think about it. For so I remember. Well, and, and this is multiple Halloweens. Like this, we have people at Halloween that dress up as you know, um, Simon Phoenix as uh, you know, Wesley's oh, character. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we 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 had an old roommate, you know, youngest youngest dressed up as as uh, did he dress up as that character or was that Blade? He was somebody that was Wesley side. I think he was. I think he was Blade. Oh, he was Blade. <laughs> okay. Well, when I was in school, when I was like in middle school, like great uh, junior high, when that movie came out, one of my, one of the kids in my class, he dressed as Simon Phoenix. You know, he had the blonde hair. Yeah, as, as 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 for Halloween. So yeah, I don't think that's a bad movie. So the Ringer came out with a list of the the best good bad movies, and they had that thirtieth on their list. So like, there are people out there. Yeah, that I don't bad. I don't agree with that. And that now, movie also has great one liners in it. Also, I love how they turned Taco Bell into like this class. <laughs> oh make, yeah, that's right. You have to make like reservations to go there. <laughs> Yeah, so a movie I know used to climb me that I used to like, and I think I saw it in the theater. This is back. In, this is back in college, um, and I I don't care. I do like it, and I know a lot of people probably don't. I did like the movie Half Past Dead with Steven Seagal. Oh, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I always get confused. Is that the one with DMX and like Seagal or like DMX? No, like that's um. See that that's actually got exit, good, that's exit wounds. That exit wounds, which a lot of people like, by the way, to, to be honest. I don't know about a lot of people, but some people. Yeah, it's like it. more people than you think like that. But no, the half past that is the one with um Ja Rule and more Chestnut. I forgot. Yeah, I, yo, we saw that in theaters in college. Yeah, more Chestnut. Right. He was the villain. I so do. I listen. I I'm glad you brought that up. There are some dudes that don't ever need to be villains. We talked about that movie John Henry on Netflix with with, with Ludacris being a villain. That's not believable. Nobody's believing him as a villain. Morris Chestnut. He's like a smooth dude. Nobody don't believe him as a villain. Not in here. Yeah, no, he was a villain. And then Ja Rule, like I remember. Ja Rule, like, helped Steven Seagal. I think Goldberg's in it, too. Goldberg, you know, the wrestler. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's one of the movies I, I remember. I saw that in the theater that I actually, yeah, I actually kind of liked, you know. Yeah. yeah. What was the name oh, of that Corrupt, movie? Your boy Corrupts in it, too. Um, oh, that's my boy. Yeah, what yeah. was the name of that movie with uh, Wesley Snipes and Ving Rains? They, like, get into, like, prison fights. It's like... <laughs> like uh, uh, Undisputed? Yeah, I thought that was all right. I love people hate on that movie. I actually... Yeah, really I actually like that. it, too. I'm not... I'm, I don't dislike it. Yeah, I kind of like that movie, too. I've never, you know... Yeah, now, a now, a good, bad movie that we both always talk about and that we... Uh, <laughs> every time I break up, I love how you say the name of it. Um, I, I, it's, I guess, yeah, it's, it's bad, but... I kind of like it, and it's funny. Like when it comes on, I watch it. Is Joanna Man? No, that movie sucks. I don't like that movie at all. Gail <laughs> <laughs> Nunez Jr. No, that's not good. No, I, remember, I remember I was watching Netflix. Not I think I saw that in the movie theaters. Yeah, I'm not shocked. But uh, the, the, oh, I saw don't an let me get on you about what you saw in the movie theaters. I'm not, we can go. Don't even bring that up. All right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> but it, but I didn't like it though. So you can't get on me for who. I didn't still like saw it. in the theaters. So you know who cares? I mean? If you don't see something that's bad, then this, then you don't like it. Who cares? I but. <laughs> Now, I remember I was watching Netflix not too long ago, and it was like an advertisement came on the screen, like Joanna Man coming soon to Netflix. I'm like, why are they promoting that? That was awful. <laughs> but he, I listen. You, you don't promise not to hang up. This next movie. Okay. I don't get why people 
didn't like Wild Wild West. Yo, it was pretty good. <laughs> you see, you see, I'm doing the cricket, the cricket noise. The, the, you hear cricket. Yo, I, listen, I that see movie's one of the worst movies of all time. It's no, awful. it's not. And, listen, and, and not only that, you, I think you're the only person I really do know that likes that movie. Like, I'm not kidding. All jokes aside, I don't know anybody besides you that likes Wild Wild West. And that one person I've said her say it was actually even I. Right. They were like, it's horrible. It's I think terrible. Will Smith liked it. Does that count? No, Wolf. I I thought he didn't he say in an interview that he, that was one of his like regretful movies because it was like a such a bust. It was such a supposed to be a blockbuster. It was like a bust. Well, look, man. I'm glad that that's fine because I watched <laughs> it. I enjoyed it. I watched <laughs> it multiple times. Right? You're like a closet, but you know what? You're like a closet Will Smith fan. I think because no, I'm, you, not, a clo- I'm not a closet. I like Will Smith. But I think, no, but I, 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 I mean by like that is it? I'm not saying it like okay. What I mean by that is that. You like his movies, but you also like some of his bad albums too. Like you like Millennium. You know what I mean? You listen, that listen. Book. First of all, you always get on me about Millennium, <laughs> and let's not even front. Let's not even front. Listen, don't even front about Millennium. First of all, I got that for free. Somebody gave that to me in high school. You can't get on me for that. So not but only you put it in your CD book. So what? Don't put it in your CD book. Okay, okay. Now don't even front about this. Last time you came out to visit me, I popped it in, and there was a couple songs. You're like, yo, this sounds all right. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> no, D, I It was like one. I'm like, what, was it a banger, though? It was a banger. <laughs> every, every album has at least one banger. No, there's some albums that are complete skippers. That's, not oh, even, like, that's a whole uh, other that, podcast. That gen, like have. that genuine one that Shantae gave you? Oh, back to Dot Basics? Yeah, it had like <laughs> zero, it had all skippers. Yeah, there's some really bad albums out there. That, aren't good at all all right so but anyway getting back, getting back to the movies i got another one i don't know if you, you used to watch this movie but i actually I, I anytime it's on i like to watch it and it didn't get good uh, uh reviews but i don't know i liked it um sweet home alabama with uh reese witherspoon oh, i feel like that's a good one it's like a charming easy watch yeah, yeah I, like like, that. I like that movie it only got like 38 percent on rotten tomatoes but i kind of like that movie yeah that's a good one I, I i i agree with you on that one all right that, that one's good all right this one Right. It's gonna be hard for me to defend this one because it has a Rotten Tomato score of three, and everybody like <laughs> three. I know, even like Wild Wild West is like seventeen or something. So well, I think Joanna Man got three, or Half Past Dead got th- no Half Past Dead got three. So don't feel bad. Oh my God, Batman and Robin's eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeesh, but and that's a bad movie, dog. So that should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, they're hate. Rotten- yeah, Wild Wild West seventeen percent. I'm impressed, but all right. <laughs> okay. This next one, I saw this in theaters, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. I don't get why people don't like Speed 2 Cruise Control. <laughs> no, that movie's awful. I've been telling you that for, like, years. That movie's not good. Oh, see, I'm glad you remember that I liked it. I was like, yo, I don't get it. Like, I was entertained the whole time. It was, no. He had Willem what Dafoe was, as the villain. Jason Patrick? Yeah, whatever happened to Jason Patrick? What happened that? You, it was awful. No. Yeah, I like no. Speed 2. Saw that in theaters, man. Enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it, like, I think, on, like, on tape when it came out. I've seen a lot of movies in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I remember a movie you liked that was not good. Didn't you like a uh, Honey with Jessica Alba? That was awful. Yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought it was no. all right. Honey, not good. First of all, well, she's not a good actress. You liked, you liked you liked Fat Beach with Brian Hooks <laughs> and Jermaine Higgins. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that movie came out when I was like nine. I don't really count that. Like, yeah, that movie's that movie's yeah, not good. Well, well, didn't first of all, like, I don't... didn't you like the um? Didn't you like the Triple X movie with Cube in it? I thought it was right. Yeah, I actually thought that no, was right. It was, yeah, that he had like corny one-liners in it. Oh, like when you, you always say, you always say some some Tupac. He was like, yeah, because somebody said something to him, and he was like trying to like rebuttal. He was like, something something Tupac. I forgot what the quote was. I'm like, oh, God, this is 
so bad. Ugh. Oh, you know another movie? Yeah, I know probably people are gonna get on me. I saw this in the movie theaters. Don't clown me. And I I, I kind of did like it. I you, and don't yeah, don't you hang up. I I did like Love Don't Cost a Thing. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know why that movie's annoying? I I like Nick Cannon's hair is annoying in that movie. Like I can't watch it because of his hair. It's like what is this man? That movie is not good at all. Yeah, I actually saw that in I saw that in the movie theater. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I can't even front about that. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Actually, yeah. But, um... Any any, oh, any more any more for you? I got I got a couple more. I'll I'll run through. But I'm I... trying to think of some. <laughs> so why yeah, why you're thinking? So another one. A lot of people think this is a bad movie, but I thought it was I. I, I and I saw this in the theaters too. Uh, Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey. I like that movie. People don't like that one. Yeah, no, a lot of people don't like. And they got like forty eight percent on Rotten 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 Which Tomato. Which like absolutely terrible. Yeah, that's that's not too bad. But yeah. I, I didn't mind that. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought yeah, that was like a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I consider that a bad movie, but I liked it. Um, I like it better. Well, you, you know, there was a sequel to that called Evan Almighty with Steve Carell. I never uh, saw that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that one's not that great. It's not that good. But I, Bruce Almighty, I did, I did like. Another movie that I thought was like, all right, that people think is awful. You ever seen Last Action Hero? It's with. Uh, yeah, I, I like that movie. I that's what as a kid. So, I, like you said, it, it, like when you see stuff as a kid, it doesn't really count because, like you know, obviously we off air we were talking about like some of the movies we liked as a kid that when you watch them now they're off like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or like the like Home Alone or something like that. But oh, Home Alone's good though. Home Alone's a classic. Okay. Yeah, but a lot of people say that like I, I had friends of mine say, oh, they, you watch it now, it's something good. Which I disagree. Like I said, yeah, I still yeah, like that's it. a classic. Every yeah. every like Christmas, I watch I'll watch one of the Home Alone movies. Now, did you ever see any of the uh, Johnny English movies? No, but you know what? I like Rowan Atkinson. So yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I would laugh at those. Yeah, I, like, I, I like I, them. I a lot of people probably, if you're not into them, they probably would think it's horrible. But yeah, I I, I was a big fan of the Johnny English. Uh, movies. Um, so a lot of them came out when we were in college. Like it was like one, two, three. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I was a big fan of the uh, the, John, the Johnny English movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I would like those just based off of the type of like humor I like. Now another movie that a lot of people don't didn't like uh, supposedly, which I don't get because it boggles my mind because it's hilarious. And I know you like Good Burger. Why do people not like Good Burger? Who who says that? I, I don't know a lot of people that don't like it. Most people think it's a classic. <laughs> it's a, you know, people are going to be like, Good Burger's a classic. Really? <laughs> if, any, if anything, it's like a cult classic. Dude, it's a, it's 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yo, that movie is... Like, there's so many quotable moments in that movie. Like, that, oh, that movie yeah. is great. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I disagree with whoever says that. Because I, I, I also saw, yeah, I saw that in theaters, like, too. Not too long ago, and I thought it was, you know, still good. Yeah, it's great. And, and it also has replay value. Like, I can watch that movie at least, like, once a month, and I'd be good. Okay, so another good, bad movie I'm thinking of. I don't know if you like this movie. I, I do, and I did. And, I, and it's funny. I When I watch it now, I still think it's funny. Did you like White Chicks? <laughs> I saw that in theaters. I think we saw that together, actually, in college. Yeah, um, we I, did. I, I didn't think it was, like, bad, but I, I don't, like, I didn't laugh as much as, like, other people did. I know people love that movie, though. Yeah, I like, I love White Chicks. Yeah, yeah. Now it was it was a lot better than Little Man. Did you ever see that movie? Was awful. Oh my god! Did you ever see that one? Yeah, with Marlon Wayans played the baby. It was horrible. <laughs> like it's actually it's actually like unwatchable. Like you, I, like I can't even like finish it. It's awful, dog. And the thing awful. is, it has, it has some great comedians in it. Like Tracy Morgan's in it. Um, who else is in it? Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, uh, yeah, obviously the it's the two Wayans brothers. But then you have you know Pops. You know, from Friday is in it. 
You know what yeah. I mean? So you would think it had potential to be funny, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that good. Oh, I just remembered a bad movie you like, and I've been getting on you since we've known each other. Like, yo, this movie sucks. It's not good. <laughs> Meteor Man? That's not good. First of, okay, well, you can't get on me that much because one, it came out when I was like in, in junior high school. And yes, at the time, because okay, look, I looked at Meteor Man like how how okay, I don't know if people like this movie either, but like Blank Man. Um, but, was actually kind of funny, though. exactly. But they were two black superheroes. I was kind of supporting because, dude, let's let's be real. Oh, I don't get into they'll get on, don't start with the supporting money when you were like nine. I mean, you know, you weren't, you were entertained by it. It was not good, <laughs> no, but no, for real. But I mean, it was still, still see a good black black superhero, even if yeah, I was nine. like Blade, like Blade was a good movie, like that was a good super black superhero movie. Yeah, but that's one like that, and probably Black Panther is the only one you can name that was like, oh wow, that was too good. And maybe, well, I guess Spawn. I don't know if you like Spawn. Maybe yeah, yeah, not not as much. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that as much. That actually was kind of awful. So another movie. I don't know if you like this. Um, it's funny. I, I for some reason I love this movie, and I know a lot of people didn't like it, and it, it got bad reviews. Um, Van Helsing. Uh, that's the one with um, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Right? Yeah, I love yeah, that movie. That, I saw that in theaters. I didn't remember it being very memorable. I didn't think it was like terrible though. It was just like whatever. Yeah, I mean, like I wouldn't watch think it, it was that good. I'm just saying, but I, it's one of the movies I like. You know what I mean? That I yeah, yeah. That, I don't think that the, yeah. That's I think that was considered kind of a flop though. So you're right. You're right. But uh, um, yeah, I don't really have any thoughts on that movie either. Okay, way. so a movie. And I, 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 I know you love when I bring this up. I didn't like this movie. I just see it in the theaters. And you always get on me for going to see it in the theaters, but it was bad, and it wasn't a good bad. This was just bad. It was Catwoman? Yeah. First of all, I get on you for that because you were an adult. Though. Like all these other movies, okay, you get on me. You know why? I was on a date though too. Like I was, I went with a, like a. How girl. is that an excuse? Who cares? What do you mean? Who cares? Like okay, so if, if the girl's like, hey, you want to go see Cat? You gonna be like, no, you wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, I am. No, you're not. No, <laughs> if you're really trying to talk to a holiday girl, like you're talking to him, you're not gonna say no. You're not. But you no. mean you mean to tell me there is not a movie you would not see if a girl wanted to see it? Like you wouldn't be like, nah. Well, at I'm the not time, like, okay, there was nothing else really out. Like it wasn't like, oh, okay, we can go see this as an alternative. No, but... that was like a summer movie. I'm sure there were other movies out. There was. Well, I probably already was... saw them. I probably already saw them. I'm, you know, so I was like, all right. <laughs> Dog, she was playing ball in one scene. Like I was done with it after that. I was like, I'm not. No. Yeah, well, like I said, I admit it was bad. Oh, yeah, that's what you can't get on. You can't get on me for Wu then, because I told you that was bad too. No, but okay, all right. You know why Wu was bad? Because Wu had no expectations of being good. Like, like Catwoman at least had like you. It was a blockbuster movie. You thought okay, Halle Berry. No, I, but it, it didn't look good. good. It didn't look. No, good, that's though. you though. But that's not everybody. But Duh. with Wu, they never. Nobody was like, you know what? I think Wu's gonna be good. No. Nobody even said that. But I was like 12. How, who, like, your judgment is not good at 12. First of all, okay, first of all, you said you was like, it was just you and your cousin only in theater. That's my my stepbrother, me and my stepbrother. Yeah, it was, I was the only one. So, like, with Catwoman, that joint was packed. Like, when I went to go see Catwoman, dude, it was, like, full. Like, it was sold out. You know what I mean? It was I bad. I remember when I it, saw a trailer to that, I'm like, well, this movie looks terrible. So... <laughs> So um, before we move on, one movie I just noticed that you, you, I'm sure you can attest to this. I, this movie, I don't understand why a lot of people think it's a classic. It's like a cult following. People love this movie. I thought it was bad, but a lot of people are like, you got served. <laughs> I've seen that. Is that Yo, the dancing people one? People love like that the- movie. They love it. Like I, all, a lot of my friends always try to tell me like, oh, that's like a, a, a classic. Like what? You got served with B2K and, and Marcus Houston in it? And immature, 
Like, dude, yeah, yeah people love that was like that was like the dancing movie. I remember that, dude. People that love out, that movie, especially like black people. Like, like my my, my yeah. you know my brothers and sisters love that movie. They like it's like, yo, why do you like this movie? This movie's awful. The the acting should be it should have been like a a a, um, like a parental advisory like a, like a sticker saying beware of acting. <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah that 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 wasn't good. No, I don't remember people love that like, movie. This was, yeah, I didn't I didn't remember it being like one of the worst movies ever. Like I actually was able to finish it, but like when I watched, for example, when I watched the movie like Suicide Squad, I legit struggled to finish it. It was that bad. <laughs> or like so what, you saw, here, you got served in the theaters. You saw you got served in the theaters. No, no, I didn't. I saw that like on DVD. Oh, or yeah, I, was like, I saw right. Yeah, I saw it like on DVD or something like that. I was like, I didn't see it in the theaters. It's like when I came to your crib and you 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 were trying to tell me how bad Jack and Jill is. I was like, no, let me watch it for myself. <laughs> Yo, Yo oh my I could we couldn't finish it. I was like, you have to turn this off. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, dude. It was it's that awful. bad. Yeah, awful. First of all, Al Pacino was like playing like a woman in it, and one of the scenes, like, I was like, what is this? Like, dude, it's it's one of the worst movies ever made, man. It's that of all bad. time of all time. It's right up it's, there with John Henry and all that. Like, it's 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 terrible. It's horrible, and like that's when I was completely done with Adam Sandler. He's like I actually <laughs> like I like Uncut Gems a lot, so I was like, all right, well he's he's cool again. But he had a really rough streak. Although I did think another good bad movie before we go. I did like You Don't Mess with the Zohan. I thought that was yes, awesome. I did like that too. I saw it in the movie theater, so I can't front. I did like that too. I did like that. Yes, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. Oh, God, and one more movie before we go that, that I'm going to name. I don't. It's funny because I'm seeing it right here. That it's funny. I, anytime it's on, I watch it. But I know a lot of people probably think it's awful. I like the Pacifier with Vin Diesel. I've never seen that one. Yeah, I love that movie for some reason. Every time it's on, I like I watch it. Yeah, the yeah, Pacifier. The, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that one, but I know it was like a big. It was big in like movie theaters. I think it made a, a good amount of money. Yeah, because so. it was like it was kind of like a kids movie slash like. You know, adults can see it too. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was a big fan of the pacifier. Yeah, but give give Wild Wild West and, and Speed to another shot, man. You never know. <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm so good. All right, now, now before we go, we mentioned earlier in the show that you know your boys turn, turning 36. You know, it's man, June 26th, I'll be 36. So we've known oh, each other wow. since, like you said, we were 18, man. So it's like, wow, yeah, where, where is where is time going? But what it does mark is the 15-year anniversary since my 21st birthday in Las Vegas. Now, anybody that knows us well knows the story of my 21st. Ooh. I figure that we should let our listeners know um, how, I don't even know if epic is the right word. Uh, maybe disastrous is the better word to use. What and it's also, it's also, it has so much potential. It's, it's one of those, like, you know, when you look at somebody, like, you know, we talk about... Uh, Sports figures or you know athletes with like man they have who never they have, made it they have so much <laughs> right they had so much potential but they you know obviously it didn't work out they didn't make it yeah that that's to sum up his twenty first birthday like it had the potential to be epic and it kind of oh. was epic in it like he said in the in the disastrous way but it had the chances to be like one of like you know you, when we start talking about the greatest nights of your life like yo that was one of the greatest nights of my life kind of thing yeah. but it didn't turn out that way. So, so let's rewind. Yeah, let's rewind back to 2005. Okay. okay. So you want to start it off? Yeah, I'll start it off. Yeah, I'll okay, get, I'll go get ahead. Pumping. You know, obviously, this was a star studded event. We had people coming from Cali, 
Um, we were talking <laughs> about this for months and months because because I, I would say of my main group of friends, the exception of like Hermes, I'm like one of the youngest ones. So like remember okay, you and right. you and you and our roommate Chris would like go out and I'd have to stay home. And we didn't we didn't do the whole fake ID thing. We wanted to wait and it was well worth the wait, except for this night, of course. Well, no, 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 no. We'll back up a little bit. You did get in for my twenty first. We got you oh, in. Oh, that's a good point. That's we did get you idea. in there. Yeah, now, I know that but that's only, only in like a one time instance. I know right, that was know. only a one time thing, but you end up and getting I, that in. That night was great. You end up getting in, you know, that night for my twenty first. So that was a that was a great night, by the way. But I, we'll we'll bring that up at another time. <laughs> yeah, that, that, night, yeah. that night was awesome. That actually yeah. went well. So right, anyway, right. um, two thousand five. A lot of people coming out from Cali. But it's a highly anticipated event. They all they, and they're all like staying at our. This is back <laughs> in the day when we were we were in college, so we didn't. So this is when all my friends would just stay at our apartment. They would like sleep in the living room. So anyway, we had people come over that didn't necessarily that weren't going to go out with us. They just came over to pregame. I remember the homie Dominic, the bookstore homie Dominic, brought me over like a bottle of of was it whiskey or like Patron, something like that. He brought over a bisco, a bottle of Patron. The homie Joe brought over a bottle of whiskey, and I was pregaming, but. That was before I knew that you're not supposed to mix drinks. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm getting hyped. I'm getting dressed. I got my my oversized express blazer on. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I, got the, I got the fresh cut back when I had a had hair. Like I had a fresh hairline. You know what I mean? So we're getting ready to go out, and we, we even had a limo. We got a limo for the 21st. And, and Questy, my oldest brother Questy, who you guys are familiar with from the show, had everything set up at the Palms Hotel at Club Rain. We had VIP. He was working on this setup for like a few weeks. And, you know, my brother worked in the nightclub industry for a long time. So he, he was he had us ready to go. All right. So I think I probably took about five shots back to back of whiskey slash, you know, tequila. I was like, well, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm feeling it. I thought it was 99 right. bananas. No, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get oh, to that. Okay. Then okay. We, also, we also had a bottle of I don't know if people have heard of this awful, awful drink called 99 bananas, but it's uh I think it's a I think it's a is it a vodka? I don't know what it is because that's like that that night that was the first time I ever had it, but it's yo, it yeah, that joint is real. It it yeah, it'll get you right. Oh my gosh. So anyway. I took a bottle of that in the limo with me and I remember having a champagne glass and I was pouring it into the glass. And I was, when I tell you I was drinking it like water, I was crushing them. I, I was just, just back to back to back. And I was in the limo and, and I, you know when, you know when it hits you and, and you know when we've all had nights we drink way too much, you know when it like hits you though. And it's like, okay, I think I've drank too much. It hit me before we even got in the casino. And by the way, 99 Bananas is actually 99 proof as well. That's how strong. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we get out of the limo and it was like kind of blurry. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like, this is bad. <laughs> I, remember, I remember walking to the front and, and, and seeing my brother. He's like, yo, I'm good? I was like, yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm good. And then from what I've heard, I just ended so, up. No, okay, so let me take over. From oh, you want to you want to take over? Yeah, let me take over because I was I was, I was actually, actually cautious. I was yeah, actually still uh, awake. So, um, okay, so so he he. Let me just preface by saying, okay, again, this was this night had the potential to be epic. We were going to this club called Rain and the Palms, and yep. Questy had it all hooked up. The girls, yeah, like I was saying, yeah, we had girls, <laughs> we had girls meeting us there. Um, oh, did we? Girl, I don't remember that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, girls, me and us there. As a matter of fact, one of the girls I was talking to at the time, she was there. Um, 
You know, if she's listening to this, she probably knows who she is. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, we had girls meeting us there. We had a whole bunch of our other friends from school meeting us there. Our boy B Rice has been on the show. He was he was meeting us uh, there. He was there. He was there. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. So okay, let me just tell you the, the reason I took over the the story from here is because okay, so I'm just gonna give it from my perspective, my point of view. So we get there, we get into the casino where we're about to get in line. You know, Questy was like, yeah, we, matter of fact, we weren't going to even be in the line. He was going to push to the front of the line. So I just remember I'm talking to the girl I was talking to at the time who was waiting there for us um, with her girls or whatever. And matter of fact, one of the girls that was there uh, with her was, you know, kind of Quab was talking to her a little bit, whatever. But anyway, um, I just remember I'm talking to her and in the corner of my eye, I see, <laughs> I see Quab drop to the floor. So at first, <laughs> I, I'm thinking, okay. I thought he, I just thought he tripped or he fell on something because I'm like, yeah, he's kind of drunk, whatever. But I noticed he went, and when I kind of completely turned around, I noticed he wasn't getting up. So the girl at the time who I was talking to was like, yo, I don't think he's getting up. I don't think he's, he's like knocked out. So my first reaction was, I thought he had gotten to like a skirmish or a fight or something. I'm like, oh, did he get knocked out? Like, what happened? So, did I get knocked out? Yeah, no, I know. But that's what <laughs> my first because I'm just like, okay, he, you were like slept on the floor. So I walk over. And they're like, yo, he's done. Like, he's gone. Like, he just passed out. So, I, you know, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I was freaking out a little bit. I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on here? Like, because I was legit a little scared, obviously, to be real. Like, you know, it's my friend on the floor, and I don't really know what's going on. Um, so, we, and, and obviously, his other friend, Hermes, we all were kind of feeling the same way. Like, okay, what's going on here? Like, this is not good. This doesn't look good at all. So, anyway, as we're trying to get him up, and wake him up, and his eyes are not opening. We were like, "Yo, yo, crawl, crawl." So, so, I'm, and I'm not lying. Literally five minutes later, our other friend Irwin did the same thing. <laughs> he dropped and passed out on the outside of the pond. So, when as we're trying to lift up Quab, everybody's like, "Um, I, I don't know if it was Toby or Hermes was like, yo, Irwin, Irwin just dropped, dropped outside." I'm like, "What?" So I'm like, "Okay, what is going on?" So like. Yeah, he was knocked out. So he's like laying out on like in front of the palms, like like he like in, in a dead man pose. Like his arms are out, legs out. <laughs> you, you would have thought he like got knocked out or shot or something. I was like, what oh god. So Questy and then Questy comes and Questy's ready to get us in the club. Questy's like, yo, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I know, I know he was. Oh, yeah, Questy was pissed. Like he was like, yo, and I understand Questy was kind of embarrassed too because you know obviously he was a, a club promoter. He still is, and you know all this is going on in front of people that he knows that he that he did all this work to get us in, and I know he was obviously embarrassed. But so we get Quab outside where Irwin is, and so we we end up trying to lean Irwin against a wall. He's still kind of you know on the floor, but now we have him like against a wall. He's he's kind of in a you know like how you sit on the bed, kind of up position, but he's not same thing. He's not waking up. He's not opening his eyes. So. The Palms uh, security end up calling the ambulance, um, you know, because obviously we didn't know what the hell was going on. And uh, the ambulance comes and <laughs> these dudes are like put on stretchers and me and Hermes <laughs> are on the bench. Like I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was still a little drunk and a little like, you know, I was tipsy, but I was, I, I, I drank a lot too, but I was still able to like know what was going on. And um, so, yeah, me and Harmon sitting on the bench, and then, you know, they're putting him in the ambulance. So the, the next thing I know, okay, so we're all then, we have to take taxis to go back to the crib. 
<laughs> and, and so luckily some of the girls, the girl I was talking to and her girls, whatever, they came to make sure they actually followed Quab with his brother to the hospital. Um, and no, no, I'm sorry. Actually, I went to the hospital too. I ended up going to the hospital with you and Questy and the girls. Um, and Hermes and them went back to the crib. So I go up to the hospital and obviously, you know, her, him and Erwin are in there. And after a while, you know, we're waiting. I was like, All right, I'm just going back to the apartment because, you know, I think Questy came out and said, yeah, you know, that y- y'all were good. They're working on y'all, whatever. And um, yeah, so we, we go back to, so I go back to the apartment and the girls, obviously they go home or whatever. Obviously, as, as you can tell, the night is done. It's shot. But anyway, so we get I get back to the I get back to the hotel, and then there's a story of Hermes throwing up in the cat. So like Hermes is passed out like in the apartment somewhere, and they're like, "Yo, Hermes is kind of the same way Quab and Irma are." And I'm like, "What?" They're like, "Yeah, he was passed. He was like throwing up in the cab, and I guess he looked like I guess when he got to the apartment in the cab, like you know, they were there." Like he, his literally, his body fell over and he started throwing up outside of the cab. So I'm like, oh my god. So, oh man. So anyway, so I get, so you know, I'm still. It's funny, I'm starting to sober up. So I'm, I'm good. And I remember our boy Paul was good too, and Toby. So we were all at the apartment, and we, we all didn't really go to sleep that night. We just stayed up because Erwin and Quab was still at the hospital. So of course they come walking in like at six in, in the morning, and Quab is asking us like, what the hell happened? And I'm like, dude. Well, I'll never forget that when I woke up in the hospital bed, my brother was sitting next to me, and he was, when I tell you he was pissed, he was like, yo, you know what the hell happened last night? I'm like, nah, like, how, why am I even here? I still had, like, my, I had my express shirt on and everything. I was like, what is going on? And he was like, man, first of all, you were throwing up all over the Palms Casino floor. And my brother Kwame, who... Oh, yeah, that's right. Forgot about like, that part. Kwame yeah. was like, dog, I've never ever seen anything like that before. Like, I actually, he said, if I were you, I actually wouldn't return to the Palms. You might be there. And, and for people that don't know what 86 means, it means you can't return to the hotel for a while. Like, if you're seen on surveillance, they will, like, tell you to leave. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't what, think that was ever the case. Going to the palms after that, and that, that never happened. But that no. But here's the part oh, that I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if Questy or Kwame, well, Questy told me. I'm sure he told you. So apparently, when you were in the ambulance, you were like they were trying to put a needle in you. You kept like knocking it out. Like they I were did putting, hear about that. Yeah, like they were putting the needle in you, and you kept taking it out. And you man, were, that like, was that was me. That was me trying to tell y'all I was good. I was ready to go back in the club, man. But they weren't. They were no, yeah, no, that was not gonna <laughs> happen. Yeah, that was not gonna happen. But anyway, yeah. So I just remember you coming in. You and Erwin coming in, and um, you know, I think you came in first. Erwin came in like a little later. But then apparently with Erwin, his his stories were even crazier. Like. Apparently they had to put something up his like his his you know I don't want to get too graphic. Oh, yeah, let's not get into too much detail. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he was doing some other stuff. And yeah, but for the for, for the gist of, of our audience, they both pretty much had like alcohol poisoning. And um, pretty much or a, a <laughs> yeah, lot of did. much. Yeah, yeah that was uh... yeah, they had alcohol poisoning. And um yeah, dog. It, it 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 the night was just I mean, it's one of those nights you it's funny, me and Quab were talking off air. Like, I, I still remember it till this day. And it was 15 years ago. I can remember, like, it was yesterday, like, everything. Like, how everything kind of transpired. Um, it's just one of those nights you'll never forget. And not in a good way, but, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it was from from start of the night to the, to the 
that morning, the next morning, it was just unbelievable. I mean, it really I, was. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like almost a hangover that. story. It's almost like a you could have made a hangover movie off of that one night. I'm not a man that lives with regrets. You know, I believe in like you learn lessons from everything that you go through. But if I could relive one night my entire life, it'd probably be that one because I want to see how fun that night would have been. But now I'll never Dude, know. it had so know. much potential because Questy <laughs> had the tables, the bottles. We had the girls. We didn't even have to get other girls. Like sometimes, you know, we go out, we have to like recruit girls from the line to, so we can go on because they don't want a bunch of dudes in there. We, we already had the girls on deck. You know what I mean? From we, would, you know, we went to school with. You know what I mean? It had the potential to be like so fun. <sighs> Man, I know. you know what I mean? I was already talking to a chick. You know, I was like, yeah, like yeah, I'm like I'm probably later on going to get some later. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> you know I mean? And you know, an- another annoying thing about that night is my brother Kwame, who just uh, you know, <laughs> he, he wouldn't he wouldn't let that go for at least ten years. So what would happen is when I would meet people that he like for example i was in class one time at unlv and this dude comes up to me he's like hey, you're kwame's brother right i'm like yeah about your 21st i'm like well how do you how do you know about that how, so kwame just told the entire world about that night people just knew me because of that night like, oh yeah man i heard about that i heard you were i heard you were on a wheelchair and then you i'm like oh yeah you were because it's funny before they put you in the ambulance when they cut you on the stretcher, they had to put you in a wheelchair i forgot about that yeah well i'm disappointed that i just reminded you about that oh snap i forgot about that hey but listen you know what this proves that that proves that i party hard baby you want to kick it with quab young quab especially you gotta come hard you got yeah young quab not now harder you go home oh yeah heck no i can't even tell you the last time i drank so much that i had like threw up it's been at least 10 years at least yes i can't say that because i i think a few years ago i i had but i didn't throw up i just had that feeling so i i've had that feeling probably in recent year but nothing like yeah well nothing like that night no i don't i i've had some bad nights obviously you witnessed a lot of them um but uh (laughs) that's epic nights i've had some epic (laughs) nights too but yeah, I don't know if anything I've done has ever topped the top that. It's gonna be hard to top if I was twenty first. I'm speaking yeah, of third person. I've right had now, some really epic seven. bad like nights like that, but nothing. I don't think I've had anything close to where I ended up in a hospital and then came back to tell and live and live to tell about it. I don't know. Yeah, no, nah, I can't. Oh I can't. man! So ever ever since then, I've never drank ninety nine bananas again. That yeah, I don't think I have either. Yeah, I think that's the only and last time I've ever had it. And you know, there's a lot of different flavors. There's like 99 bananas, 99 apples, 99 cherries. There's right. like a lot of them. Yeah, knows, and the no, thing man, is, like, yo, that night, like, I was uh, getting back, like, like, because I remember me and you were talking to, to, to the girls or whatever, these two girls at the time. Like, that night had the potential, like, I, I truly believe it would have been on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, because it's funny, like, after that night with that girl, I actually stopped, she stopped talking to me because I was like, damn, I, I always think to back. I'm like, did it quad ruin that for me? But I don't think it had really. Oh God! Get but out I because <laughs> that night, like after that night, she it was like it was a wrap. I was like, damn, like that sucks. Yeah, man. Well, she she clearly wasn't down to party with us, so whatever. <laughs> no, well, no, no, you can't say that because she came to the hospital. She did come to the hospital, so <laughs> you know what I mean. I can't say that because she did care. Uh... They did follow us to the hospital. Like they didn't like just say, "Oh, I'm I'm out." You know what I'm saying? Like you know, so um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, like I said, we have, we've had a friend that we've had on there. B. Rice can also probably tell you a lot about what happened that night, too, from his own perspective. Um, yeah. How was, did I not uh, even get in the club, though? It's like, uh, I was right there. I was right in the front. Like, 
right there. And no, that's the thing. We didn't get to the front. You see, I, oh, I, when I say when I say the front, meaning like we were in line. Oh, right, yeah, saying. because he because yeah, yeah. Qua, uh, Questia came out and he said, "Okay, everything's all good. We're all set up, table, everything. Let's just go in." And that's when you dropped. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Ninety-nine uh, bananas. It's one of the it's one yeah. of the great stories of our college uh, careers of our college days. I don't know if I would call it great. I would probably just call it like this is like uh, remember that remember that show uh, E True Hollywood Stories where it was almost like kind of tragic. It was that's one of the more tragic <laughs> stories. Yeah, I don't say like it was tragic. It was more like I said. I feel like I compare it more <laughs> to like the Hangover movies, like what happens. You know, like yeah, it's like in the Hangover. You know, just that's kind of what happens. <laughs> We didn't have now. We didn't do. We didn't steal a tiger and have a baby and all that. But you know, <laughs> I mean, going to the hospital and having just different events and different things happen in sequence. I, yeah, I agree with Kwame. I don't think I've ever had a night, even by myself or with anybody else. I've had like that. I've never had that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think we should do have a redo for like my fortieth or something. We'll, we'll have like a redo night. Try to do. The exact same things we tried to do on my twenty first with the same I'm people. Good. And yeah, I'm so good. <laughs> same drinks, same people, same setup. Everything's the same. <laughs> I am so good. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'm I'm out after like midnight. I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. Oh man, no, damn, we're getting up there. <laughs> yeah, I now you want to talk about being in a club? I can't say the last. It's probably been uh, okay. I, I think the last time I was in a club was when I was with my wife. We were we were dating at the time. Just before I actually asked her to marry me. Um. Or no, not, you're not including your bachelor party? Oh, yes. Yes, I'm sorry. Right. So that's the last yeah. time I've been in a club. So that was 2017. Yeah, so three years ago. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been to a club since 2017, my bachelor party. Yeah, that's the last time I've been into a club. I'm not going to really say you're missing out. Although I will say, like, when I go to one – I only go once a year, usually when I go home. But I'm just, I'm just a lot different now. Like, I just go to the bar, have a drink, just chill. I'm not – yeah, wow. yes, yeah, it's a different. There's a bunch of 21 and 20 something year olds in there. Like, I, I, it's nothing I can relate to them to. They, they're not going through anything that is relatable. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's Jeez, nothing exactly. they can they can tell me that I'm gonna be like, oh wow. It's more, it's more what I can tell them. You and it's understandable. I mean? Like we were their age at one point. I get yeah. it. Like they're just there to so... have a good time. Chill out. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're but good. I mean, I probably won't go to another club again. Probably so. Maybe I go back to Vegas. I, I and me and my wife do want to go back. So yeah, maybe when I go back, I'll go. And I'll be that old head. It'll feel so weird. Like you said, I'll probably just be at the bar mm-hmm. or hopefully we'll have a table or something. I'm just chilling at the table. But yeah, that'll pretty much be it. Yeah, man, that sounds great right now, especially with us being at the crib so much these days. You know? Yeah, it does. It does. Don't get me wrong. I miss Vegas. I love Vegas. Obviously, I've lived there for five years, went to school there. Some of the best years of my life. You know, a lot of a lot of great things happened to me there. You know, a lot of, you know, life-changing things. Um, yeah. You know, it's great. Awesome. But uh, that that definitely ranks up there as one of the, you know, just one of those nicest, like, wow, you just never forget, for, be- for better or for worse. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Well, hey, that's going to do it for another episode. Um, as always, we appreciate all the feedback and we appreciate all of our listeners. And we'll do it again. I don't know if it'll be next week since I might be on vacation, but we'll definitely have another episode soon. Yeah, before we get off real quick, yeah, I just want to thank our new subscribers and new listeners. I've been trying to do a little promotion on Instagram, trying to promote the hell out of the podcast. And I appreciate some of the people that have been, uh, you know, I've been kind of, you know, DMing uh, all up in the DMs, but in, in a good way, you know, promoting the show um, and getting back to me and, you know, really subscribing and listening to the show. I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys like it. Um, 
you know, as I said in the DM, you know, we talk about not just sports, but, you know, we try to just talk about everyday life, especially coming from two, you know, black men. So, you know, we hope you uh, like it and enjoy it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. Till next time, man. That's another episode of Brothers Got Next. Peace. Peace.